Alejandro at Sears. No, not a fan. Alejandro. Is there anything else I can do for you? No, Alejandro, I believe you've done enough. I need, I probably am going to need your, your firm butt, um, firm butt. He's going to need your firm butt. <laughs> uh, not, not again. I'm Todd Meisner. I'm Todd Welbert. I'm Laura Anderson Shaw. And I'm Meg McLaughlin. I'm Paul Coletti. And we're talking selfies. Well, kind of selfies. Uh, we or I listened to uh, This American Life, and This American mm-hmm. Life did uh, a recent episode about status updates and, and their three-part series. The first part nearly gave me heart failure while I was cutting the lawn because it was uh, Ira Glass I- I- interviewing two, no, three. Their voices were indistinguishable, yeah, so I have true. absolutely no mm-hmm. idea how many gr- little girls were in the studio yeah. or teenage girls were in the studio about... Their status updates via Instagram, mm-hmm. and so, and I guess the best. I'll let Meg describe what <laughs> she's closer in age and has a greater understanding of what it means to be a teenager on uh, Instagram. So, Meg, you're up. Okay. Well, being a teenager on Instagram, it's a little superficial, if you will. A lot of in- Instagram originally came out for you to be artistic, to take photos, kind of like Facebook, in a sense where you're not making a status update, it's just for pictures. Like Twitter is just for just short sentences. Instagram is mostly for pictures. And it started out as something you would Instagram like, oh wow, this is a really nice landscape, or I'm I'm on vacation, here's the beach. And I think since it came out, my freshman year of college that was about 2011 don't quote me on the exact year but nice face um laura's giving me a face like i'm a baby um and then it started to become really popular with kids who were younger and then they got the filters with it so it became a nice place for you to take nice photographs of yourself and put it on instagram and then you kind of get validation on how many likes that picture gets Okay. Yeah. Now, there's very little that Ira Glass discusses on This American Life that I can relate to, but Instagram is is definitely one of those things. It it was, but the the way they use it to, yeah. and I I took an I took notes today, uh, and as I listened to it again. But those girls that he was interviewing take selfies almost exclusively, it sounds like. Well, that's what yeah. it usually is for yeah, teenage is it? girls. Yeah. yeah. It's definitely not just yeah, a landscape not, picture anymore. They're not yeah. shooting the homeless underneath. No, the, they no, really are not going no. all street photography no. on us. The yeah. thing that killed me was the, the relevant. Yes. Are you relevant in your... Like, I went to high school a long time ago in the 80s, and... Uh, it was different. I mean, I'm not saying we didn't have our social strata, but it wasn't so narrowly defined by social media. Obviously, social mm-hmm. media, the yeah. internet was somebody's, I don't know, dream. Idea. Yeah, dream. Something. It's, it's kind of like the modern time who gets a note passed to them in a hall. Like you found out yeah. who was popular and who was friends with who by who was passing notes in to the who? hallway. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and, and now all of that's online. So. So I I wrote this note to myself. It, no, I think you're. I think that's good. That's good. Nobody passed me a note, so I was fairly down far down the food chain. Um, teenagers use it to dissect and traverse their social dynamic. 
So they're looking at the statuses of um, if, if, if the really popular girl, they follow the real popular girl. So then they see who likes and comments on her picture and then they go in and then they see who those are and then they start following those people. So it's this way to like, you know, you're sitting at home in 1983 and you're like, <laughs> you know, you, you had the phone Mm-hmm. And then if you were looking for a party, you drove around the Chicago North Shore aimlessly <laughs> waiting to stumble across a party that you might or might not have been invited to yeah. or something. So um, this is the this one. I mean, this real time business of posting a picture and then and then seeing the reaction to it is the validation thing. And that you're talking about the relevance. And, mm-hmm. that, and that's kind of where I'm coming from our perspective was that they're mapping out their social relevance via Instagram, okay? So these girls are getting 200 likes. I mean, these are probably mm-hmm. really popular right. girls in, in, um, in um, I don't know where the hell they're from, Chicago yeah, someplace, maybe. touring the thing. So they're, they're, they're really popular. So they get 200 likes on their, on their picture. Mm-hmm. I don't come anywhere close to getting 200 likes. No, I get 20 likes and I'm like, oh my God, I hit a milestone. I got 20 likes on an award-winning photo I shot last year that I decided to filter up and post and wow, 20 people liked it. I'm really hitting it high today. And, and yeah. so I guess the question is, to what end are we we as photojournalists using Instagram? Mm. Well, I will say I don't use Instagram to kind of um, uh, feel the social landscape, as it were, but I do have a similar kind of experience with it socially because if i'm if i'm instagram friends or i don't know it's not like a facebook friend if i'm connected through instagram to somebody i know pardon me for my moving my microphone i apologize if i'm connected to somebody i know casually through instagram i i won't be the first person to like their photo even if i like it because it's that's weird like oh i kind of know this person we follow each other on instagram but it seems odd you know, like I'm calling them up out of the blue and they're like, who are you again? You know, for me to be the, oh, they just posted a really cool image, but nobody's liked it yet. I can't be the first person to like this because <laughs> they're like, who is this guy? Why is he the first person to like my picture? That's weird. I will say that, at least in my experience with my Instagram, I don't know 90% of my followers. Really? And I don't think that it's really about who you know. I know that pe- you won't get comments from people that you don't know, but most of your likes are going to be from people you don't know. I know recently there was an Australian model that just came out. It was big on Facebook. There was a big article about it, and she had a video. She literally worked for some, like, Billabong, if you guys Mm -hmm. know that. It's like a surf company. She worked for them kind of, or like coffee places or different tea brands, and she would get tons and tons, I mean, 50,000 likes on these images of just her looking really thin and her clothes. She was a model for Instagram. She didn't know anybody who Mm. liked those images. It's you follow people on Instagram for maybe fashion tips or because you like their images or because that's a really hot girl and you really want to look like her or they call it goals. Mm. And they put that in quotation marks. There's like relationship goals. So there's different Instagram accounts that you follow. It's not necessarily a place that you are there to be social with, I suppose, because most of your likes are going to be complete strangers. You're following accounts you don't even know who owns them. 
But in the podcast that we listened to in This American Life, the girls were talking about the different comments and the different types of comments meaning different things. And so the people that you know are going to be the ones that comment, but the likes are completely different. That's that's totally nope. that's totally interesting to me because that's not my experience with Instagram at all. I know yeah. I know everybody who I follow and who follows me and I am there for like socializing more so than I am on you know Facebook like quote unquote social media there. Like Instagram is really where I have more conversations about images and photography and oh my god what a beautiful sunset or how cool it looks like vacation was great um you know or oh this is an adorable dog or you know whatever um you don't even own a dog i know i but i take pictures of lots of crazy you know you know just like with rabbit dogs with my instagram and my facebook um i have mine all set to i don't have headphones on (laughs) okay um I have everything of mine set to private. I take pictures of my niece. I take pictures of myself. I take pictures of the places where my husband and I are. And I don't want that out there for public. Like, the people that I follow, I don't necessarily know. I follow a lot of fitness accounts. I follow a lot of makeup accounts, fashion. Um, and I, I'll comment on all of that because if you click my username, you can't see anything of mine. Mm-hmm. But as far as what I allow people to like and comment on mine, I don't approve you unless I know you. Mm-hmm. So I think that lends a completely different side to all of this because if these kids, are, but if these kids are in high school and they know all of the people, I guess it isn't so different. It depends on if you hashtag something. Like I know all of us will hashtag maybe on assignment or photojournalism or photography. And so when I'm on Instagram, I like to go through what's called trending or you'll go on the hashtags and then I'll find people that I don't even know, and I'm like, oh, wow, that's an incredible assignment that they just did. That's a great image, and I'll like that image, and maybe I'll go to their account, and I'll see that they do really, really wonderful stuff with their Instagram account, and then I'll follow them, or I'll get a follow back, and that's where a lot of, they call them ghost followers or strangers. They'll follow you back then, and that's where a lot, like I did, um, I took some street photography in Chicago recently, a couple weeks ago, and I posted Chicago as a hashtag, And then I found out I had like 50 new followers because those people who had also hashtag Chicago were going through and liked my pictures and then followed me. And now they're usually the first people to like my images. Wow. I think that, first of all, that we talk about ghost followers. Why does my mic sound so weird? I don't know. I sound weird. Does it it sound better? Doesn't sound weird weird to you? Doesn't? Now that I've annoyed our reader or listeners by touching my microphone. No, it sounds good. Super weird. Okay, I do sound simple weird. (laughs) No, sorry. Um, That I know that from a from a personal standpoint in Instagram that my my account reads. Let's see, how do I describe myself? Because I dropped my phone here. I describe myself as. Oh, that's not it. You've had some weird activity on your account. Uh, I do. <laughs> uh, director of photography and multimedia for the Dispatch in Rock Island, Argus. My photos tend to vary between news, street photography, my dogs, and beer. Mm-hmm. Completely so, accurate. Completely yep. accurate. Hey, yep. I'm all about the truth. And so, um, <laughs> the pictures that get the biggest reaction on my Instagram account are pictures that combine beer and a dog. <laughs> Dogs are huge on you know, Instagram. And and I don't I don't follow hot chicks on my Instagram account. 
Um, and I don't, I don't like, it's, it's kind of a, um, it's kind of a cross bead between, I know there's a, a friend of mine, Mr. Eric Schmidt, Eric Schmidt, he's a cinematographer in, in LA, fabulous photographer. His Instagram account is worth following Mr. Eric Schmidt. When Eric likes a picture of mine, I'm like, oh, yeah. All right, yeah. All right, I got a Mr. Eric Schmidt yeah, like. Right, yeah. You know, but then the interesting thing is that there's times where you get likes and you're like, oh, I don't recognize that person. And it's a it's a dead account or a ghost account where it's it's just a woman in a bikini with four pictures and a Want link. Want you to click on a link. Yeah, yeah click right, on a link. Yeah. And so I must Those have, I must blocked. have like, I must have 30. See, I don't know how you do that. But I block yeah. every rando account just immediately leave me a weird comment and good day sir well they but they can't see your stuff if they don't if you're private so then how why would you need to block them sometimes people's accounts get hacked sometimes people end up with more than one handle um if they created one and they didn't like their username and they didn't know you could change it they'll create another account and then that rando account is floating out there interesting but so that that's the thing is that for me if i get if I get likes from people I respect or I'm friends with, that's great. But it's always interesting when you use the hashtag golden retriever, chocolate lab, and craft beer. If you combine all those things into the same thing, you're a winner, man, because you'll get all these people that will follow you. Now, the perfect example of, of the combining all of those things is Barley the Brew Pub. Yeah, yeah. The best Instagram account on Instagram because Barley the Brew Pup is that dog is hilarious. The guy dresses the dog up in every single possible incarnation. That sounded like a line out of a Spuds McKenzie commercial. That dog is the best. Yeah. Oh, look at Spuds go. Yeah, I, I'm thinking, man, I'll tell you, I, I think that... They don't know what Spuds McKenzie they know. Yeah. They're both over here thinking, yeah, Spuds, what the... Cracked a joke about Fred Flintstone or something. Yeah, the, I know who he is. Yeah, me too. I got that, we that had vitamin. To, uh, folks, we had to bring the millennials in for their knowledge of Instagram. <laughs> Now, okay, so that's the, um, so that for that's for me, Todd. How do you use Instagram? You know, I for me, what it ends up being a lot of times are shots either from an assignment or, you know, things I might take in the garage or, you know, my dog or whatever. That you know, it's shots that probably aren't going to make the paper, but I like them for whatever the reason. I took a, my uh, one of my assignments this last weekend was. Uh, uh, the Donald Trump was in town for a stump speech. Yeah, your Instagram posts from that were awesome. And I, yeah, I posted a weird shot. Of, and it's yeah. so weird because, uh, and, and this is the way campaign stuff gets run, uh, sometimes you end up caught in a place where you can't get out of because of the Secret Service and blah, blah, blah. And I ended up in a place where I was on the wrong side of the Donald. I was on his backside. Mm-hmm. And the people were interacting from him from the, the fence. And, and it's so weird because uh, he, was, he was walking the line, as they say, and with his Secret Service handlers. And uh, it's so, his, his hair is like so iconic. Yeah. And I took a couple of black and white shots with my Fuji from behind. And it was just like, you know exactly who it is, even though yeah, right. it's a black and white photo of, uh, you know, of the Donald you know, walking on. And it's like, you know, it's the paper's never going to use this. It's, a, you know, it's right. a black and white. It's it's the wrong angle. It's behind. And it's it's not ter- Yeah, it's yeah. artsy. So it's yeah. a lot of times. And, I, you know, and I, I, I took a picture of a bicycle wheel in my garage one after. You know, it's stuff like that mostly. Um, and then, like my Fuji X100T, there's kind of a, um, a cult following for that camera. So it's now and again when I get a cool camera, for you know, I'll, I'll hashtag it and, 
and that's so it's kind of a I don't know a dumping ground for you know artsy fartsy stuff maybe well I guess. we were just talking and you just said well if I got that person's like um, I can't remember his name that you just Eric said Schmidt. Him. Eric Schmidt um, you kind of feel a little more validated that oh this image is good I like it. he takes good photos he likes I've obviously took a good photo so I think that kind of speaks to the podcast that we were listening to earlier. What images and how do we come to selecting those pictures to put on Instagram? I mean, we, we can be a little more edgy on Instagram than we can in the print, but are, are we posting pictures on Instagram, I mean, as photojournalists, to get likes or just because we yeah, like the picture? I guess picture? that should have been the point that I came up with at the beginning. That was kind of, <laughs> That's where leave she, it to the kid in the corner. Cut yeah. through the, the <laughs> meatballs. Man, and, uh, we probably should yeah. have got her her own microphone <laughs> as opposed to making her share. Um and so, yeah, that's it. Do yeah. You, do, 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 why? Why are we doing this? Why? I mean, I, you know, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I apparently we feel a little confined by what the paper needs out of us. On it, I mean, I don't think that's shocking news to anybody around the table. Well, I think for me, Instagram, Instagram is the other side of the coin. You know, the tail side is me being my own worst critic. The other side of that coin is I really am a fan of my work. You know, like yeah. I like what I shoot, and maybe it sounds conceited um, or a little egotistical, but hey, I oh, this is a great photo. I know I nailed it. I want to share it with people. Maybe I'll get likes. Maybe I won't. But it's a cool looking thing. And you know, if sometimes I don't, you know, put an Instagram filter on anything. I just throw mm-hmm. it up. You know, and then I hashtag it no filter. Um, you know, and. To get to get sure, a little baby. bit more egotistical, yeah, cool. like hey, look, it's pretty cool, no filter, straight out of camera, right? Yeah, <laughs> absolutely, untouched. Uh, the virgin image here, people, you know, like look, we we can do. Uh, no, but it's it's you know we can be really hard on ourselves, but when it comes to Instagram, I'm posting things that catch my eye, like yeah. you know, just like on a Saturday afternoon. Oh, the leaves look nice in the trees today, and I'm also posting stuff from assignments. Um, you know, dramatic moments or really kind of unique scenes. You know, it goes, you know, runs the gamut, really. So, yeah, I do. Do you ever post pictures of yourself? Uh, No, I've never posted a selfie. I think I've had a picture of me posted while I was holding my baby, but I don't know that I've ever like held the camera out and take a photo of myself and then posted like a traditional selfie. No, Mm -hmm. no. Now, meanwhile, Lara's over there. You know, She's trolling probably, my account, yeah, looking, looking for that, for that looking for the image so she can throw it in my face. There it is. Oh, there it is. Oh, look, look, there's the, me and doing a selfie. That's I've, the one that's. Yeah, I've that's done a couple selfie. selfies, but it was I, when I hit my thumb with a hatchet that and yeah. I was in the ER. Yeah. I thought that was. Uh, there was narrative there. There was narrative. Yeah. yeah. There's story. Mm-hmm. It's never just. Uh, look yeah. at me. I got Starbucks. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. Bam. It's okay. a good thing this is radio. As, as, as minute, see she's winding up. Laura's winding up with her big sunglasses on top of her head and her pink <laughs> thingamajig around her neck. Uh-huh. About Starbucks. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't use Instagram the same way that you guys do. I am not a photojournalist. Photo uh, when I go on vacation, I pretend. and But I think I post as much... Of like a sort of a scrapbook for myself and to mm-hmm. see cool shots of the places that I've been to. But it also opens up the dialogue with friends and with family to kind of see the things that you got to see at work today or the things that you got to see on vacation. It gives you a way of showing people the world as you see it. Mm-hmm. And you can talk you can talk to your wives or your friends or 
about the things that you've done and the things that you've seen. And maybe the biggest thing you did was see Donald Trump that day, or maybe you just went to Starbucks. And I think both are equally valid. <laughs> I will, yeah, you know, you I will say, you, she's, she's, you are like the Starbucks queen of... Starbucks makes me happy. Yeah. And so I take yeah. pictures of You're it. really good at taking pictures. You're really good I at am. the selfie. Your selfie <laughs> game is strong. Is. Hashtag selfie game strong. Yes. <laughs> point. Because the, the whole, I just looked through my account. The, the first selfie that I've ever posted was the one that, that Paul Jensen from the University of Iowa asked me to post with a, with a hashtag that went with the journalism school. And so, because I don't, I can't find one in here of my, oh, there's one. I was having a happy day, 12 likes, yeah, apparently not. Um, apparently people didn't care. Uh, but I, very rarely. So my selfie Instagram thing, really low, not yeah. as low as you, because I actually yeah, have zero. one. Yeah. You're probably where, somewhere I'm where pretty, I am. Pretty low. One or two. I mean, a lot of it has to do with the fact that I'm not crazy about how I look. But, you know. Well, that's a good point, because I think... There's been a lot of talk with selfies. They did this, there was a project that a photographer had done where they took all these really wonderful statues, very classic statues, and they made them look like they were taking selfies in themselves, kind of speaking to our society now. And there was a big argument about it on how dumb girls look when they're taking selfies and this and that. But the other side of the argument was it's for confidence building. Yeah, that was selfies. the big thing that they talked about in the, This American Life was that they, the girls, they have their core group of friends. They don't send out a selfie without pre having it pre-approved by their girlfriends mm-hmm. via text message. And then they say yay or nay, and then it goes up. And then it becomes this, you know, this... This girls supporting girls, I think Ira Glass put it. It's you know, it's it's empowering for them, but it's also opening them up to a bitch fest from the girls that hate them. Mm-hmm. Well, I am so it, glad that we did not have social media when I was in high school. Yeah, it was bad enough without it. Yeah, I, I and one of the things, and I can't remember which one of you guys were telling me about this, about how uh, we had taken a photo with newspaper wide of a s- local s- sports kid. And another team had gotten a hold of the photo and made a crappy little meme. Was it you? Yeah, it was. Uh, and uh, and, uh, and it, it became like the, some stupid Twitter fight. Yeah. And it was just like, what the heck's going on, you know? I yeah. mean, I could tell you that story really quick. We yeah. put photos in, on Twitter, just a disclaimer. We put, I think it's a mandatory two after every sports assignment. Um, I noticed recently that I go on to Twitter, and this isn't Instagram, but this is Twitter, and I'll go onto Twitter, and I notice that they have these super fan Twitter handles for every high school. I mean, I was in high school, and we had one too, but what they're doing is, and they'll do this to our competitor too, they'll take any kind of, I mean, because you can screenshot images, you don't have to download them. They have turned them into complete horrible things they'll yeah. make memes which so are so someone from a rival pictures. school yeah. will download some, a oh, photo yeah. from another oh, yeah. school and this Instagram speaks account. to the last podcast that we were talking about i know there was that pace setter that you had taken and <sighs> the person had emailed you and mm-hmm. said that that was the talk of the school because the girl looked naked now my first thought is i guarantee everybody screenshotted that picture and i'm sure they manipulated it or put it on instagram and made it into a joke because that's how yeah. mean high schoolers are mm-hmm Way to go, Todd. <laughs> you ruined her life. And a, you made I'm going to take a, a sad selfie right now. <laughs> That's right. I have a question for us as photographers, though. Okay. Um, I recently met 
Melina Mora from the Washington Post when I was covering Hillary Clinton. Mm -hmm. And when I had met her, she gave me her her Instagram handle and I looked her up and she does only iPhone only photos on her Instagram. So I was curious, using Instagram, do you guys take pictures from your camera and then put it from your computer to the processing and then put it on Instagram? Or do you use Instagram as just straight out of your phone? Todd? I, I, I use, I mean, if I'm shooting an assignment, I'm not, I'm not going to drop my, my camera and pick up my iPhone to, you know, to mm-hmm. some, you know, weird purity value. I, I mean, I, right. I, I have emailed myself photos to put on Instagram out of my on a out of camera. Yeah, me too. I'm, I've cropped images and yeah. I mean if in, Instagram's going to apply a bunch of crappy filters to it or, you know, I don't, you know, mm-hmm. I think the purity argument's gone, but Yeah, whatever. I'm I don't I'm not like an iPhone only purist, you know. Like my Instagram account has to be You're exclusively no, no, I'm I'm certainly not a Scott Strazante. Read that as you like. <laughs> um but there's there's no uh yeah, there's there's no exclusivity when it comes to the camera I use for photos on my Instagram account. I started out I started out with Instagram that that was going to be I was going to be iPhone only because I I really enjoy doing working in the Hipstamatic app. Um, you know, I did that whole series and tearing down that school, mm-hmm. uh, and that's kind of when I got into Instagram when Lincoln School was going down and yeah. it was this weird cult following of people watching the school come down. And so I, um, so that's when I got into it. I was, I was, I, I was going to be a purist. And then I found that they were like, well, you know, this would, this is relevant to my day or my work life. So then I started, I just drop them into Dropbox and then mm-hmm. pull them out of the Dropbox and put them into the iPhone and crop them as a square. Um, but I, I, I like the square format to kind of go off topic. I love the square format that you can use in an iPhone. You can't get the same kind of perspective with a with a DSLR no matter how you do it, no matter how you try to manipulate it in camera, you still can't get that pure square feel, two and a quarter feel that you can get, uh, especially in the Hipstamatic app that you know, I'm not going to walk around with a two and a quarter camera. I'm just not walking Come around. Come on, man. No, I'm, you know, and I don't so have... Are you really a dedicated photographer? <laughs> yeah, right. no. Says no. the girl who doesn't carry anything but my phone ever, always. You know, and that's... the and Starbucks. And, that's and Starbucks. Starbucks. And Starbucks. I need another free hand. Yeah. And so I, I wanted to be that. I wanted to be that guy. I wanted to be, you know... Um, um, David Hume Kennerly put out a book of all iPhone pictures. You know, I mean, our our good friend Mark um, Hirsch put out uh, to me the definitive iPhone book. Yeah, um, no kidding. That tree. I mean, we have to have Mark on the show. He, mm-hmm. he said he would do it, and I keep forgetting to call him. But it's it's um, that's the definitive iPhone book, and he uses Instagram as an advertising tool. Mm-hmm. So in transitioning, well, first of all, let Meg answer the question. Do you, what do you do? Do you use both? You obviously have to use both. I use both. I think I use my iPhone more. Um, I like using my iPhone for pictures. 
I just found out a couple weeks ago that you can take time-lapse images mm -hmm. on all of your mm -hmm. iPhones, and you can also take slow-motion videos, and I've had tons of fun doing that at sports assignments. Yeah, I've seen a couple of those. Um, and I'm, it's probably getting a little redundant, but I know that the student sections, they really like it, and I suppose this also goes back to being validated by retweets or likes or favorites. I know that if I take a slow-motion video of a kid hitting a three, I know that that's going to get retweeted quite a bit, and that gives myself as a photographer exposure, and that gives my newspaper exposure. Yeah. So I kind of use my Instagram and my Twitter towards getting attention to, and I've noticed to the high school kids, especially with sports, because I know that's going to give us exposure. That, that, that brings up my next question, because these, these young ladies in the, in the podcast that Ira Glass was interviewing um, said they talked about being relevant mm -hmm. and the fact that they were branding themselves and my mm -hmm. voice goes off microphone cause I'm trying to read my iPhone. Um, that they're, you know, so they're branding themselves. So my question to you is, are we, are we branding ourselves and, and the newspaper is benefiting it or are we, are we specifically, Brand, sending this out to brand help the brand of the newspaper or is it a combination of both you know i man i am probably not the guy to ask because i i have i'm really conflicted about some of this stuff um you know be it twitter be it instagram um because sometimes i will tell you that there's some people in within you know, even our own company it feels like they're building their own personal brand and it has nothing to do with mm -hmm. you know us and then sometimes uh, I feel like what I'm doing is providing content to a platform that isn't paying me. Um, you know, mm -hmm. you know, user-generated content. This is the dream <laughs> for a lot mm -hmm. of organizations. And you know, Instagram's got a lot of really good photographers putting stuff on their you know link for free. That's uh, that's a great value. Um, so I, I'm you know I really I, I'm torn. I'm conflicted. I do. I do see that the millennials and, and my kids are no different. You know, they're Snapchat and Periscope and, you know, Facebook is already a thing of the past for them. I don't know if Facebook's going to, I don't know, who knows what's going to happen with Facebook. They, the same uh, thing that happened to MySpace. Yeah, yeah. It, it might be, you know, yeah, it might really regret uh, all that stuff. And um, I don't know, you know, like what the future holds, you know, what the next big thing is. Because uh, that's the other thing is sometimes I'm just like, I just like, gosh, you know, I'm exhausted putting all this crap up on, you know, I got a Facebook, I got an Instagram, I got a Twitter. And, um, so I, I'm really conflicted as to its value, you know, in, you know, 20 years from now, are they, are the kids going to be worried about their brand? I don't know. Yeah. See, that was, I thought it was interesting that like from a photographer standpoint, that if you're, and I think about this, I don't like to post bad. I, I'm not going to post a bad picture for the sake of posting a bad picture. I, and I sometimes I post something and go, eh, you know, like an like a mediocre accident photo, <laughs> which I did last week and from a from breaking news. But I put it on Instagram to Twitter it out to hit both platforms. Mm -hmm. Because for those who don't know, when we tweet something, it goes on our company's homepage, the newspaper's homepage. And if sports doesn't tweet about NASCAR in the middle of the day and shove it down below the, the thing, then maybe someone will see it. But that's a subject for another day. Um, that 
<laughs> and they're not listening to this. No, no. I, I think we're we safe. Are, we are yeah. so not on our own sports departments right now. <laughs> it's unbelievable. I had meatballs for lunch. Um, and so the, so the idea that that my that anything that is in my feed, I want to be of a level of quality that it would not dilute my brand as a photographer when I'm not, I mean, my work for the newspaper stands on its own, but do I, does my, my, my work in general, who I am, you know, the world sees me as the, as this Instagram account, maybe, maybe somebody's the only, the only access that the average person who doesn't live in the quad cities has to me by accident is they're going to stumble across me on Instagram and they're, or they're going to stumble across toddmeisner.com. And so that's why like it, it's important for me for toddmeisner.com to be up to date with my portfolio or whatever is on it and information and anything on my blog toddmeisner at wordpress.com that you that is that is good mm-hmm. because that if I'm this all ends tomorrow then this is the platform for which I am presenting myself to the world. So that's my brand. And so does my brand, you know, I need to maintain my own brand. And I thought that that was that the brand for a high school girl is her own popularity. For us, there are now there are photographers that that we all know that have that have a cult following. Um, and then but they don't like anything that isn't of someone of the field of their that they're not personal friends with. Or that they think is at their level in in the hierarchy of photojournalism or above, they won't. They will not like anything below that level. So to that to that end, it's exactly like teenagers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because you yeah. would never in a in the world as a as a as a really pretty girl, um, like the picture of some uggo. In your in your in your in your uh, biology class, yeah. because then you're like, are you friends with her? I mean, blah, 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 blah. so I mean, that's a hyper. I mean, I think the teenager thing is a hyperbole, but I thought how it translated into the world of photojournalism was that mm-hmm. that there are these these photojournalists that don't follow you back. You follow them now. A lot of the people that I follow, almost exclusively, everybody has followed me back. I don't I don't know what my numbers are, but. I looked at a, a, a TV photographer's phone. I took it out of his hand the other day because he showed me a picture of a partially naked girl while we were at a press conference. And I'm like, I took it. He's like, hey, look at this. And I'm like, oh, yeah. You follow 1,600 people? Holy cow. Whoa. He follows 1,600 people and only 200 people follow him or 100 people follow him. If you follow that many people, how are you seeing everything that they post? You're, you can't. You can't. No yeah. Mm-hmm. And so that that see that <clears throat> so that's the. I mean, it was a weird. It was weird because I'm like 1,600 people, and I'm like, well, who do you follow? And he's like, well, sports stars and hot chicks and whatever. And and I'm and you know guys in the business or people in the business that I know and you know and there's nothing wrong with what he's doing, but yep. it was just for me the whole 1,600 people, I. You know, like Facebook makes suggestions to you to follow people, yeah. to, to be friends with people. It's like, listen, this person mm-hmm. was two classes behind me at Nutrier. Mm-hmm. I appreciate the fact that they may or may not want to be friends with me. I mean, there there's a few photojournalists in the Quad Cities. I I see them on a daily basis. 
But I'm not friends with them on Facebook because we're not friends in real life. We're acquaintances in real life. So there's no reason for me to be friends with you on Facebook. But anyway, that's a different medium. Paul, go ahead. Oh, sorry. I I had a question. You made a statement that high school girls are using it for their own popularity. I believe was what you said. I could be paraphrasing Uh a little bit. Um, now, while I, I agree 100%. Oh, okay. No, I agree with you 100%. Oof, well, you're wrong completely. No, no that's not me. <laughs> that's not something I would do. Um, but I'm asking. She would passive aggressively tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> Laura thinks you're wrong. <laughs> I mean, I'm just speaking. She can speak for no, me. No, do you think I'm, do you think I'm wrong? No. Oh, okay. No, I'm thinking, I don't think that we're branding the Dispatch Argus with our Instagram accounts. I just looked at how many followers I have, how many followers you have, how many followers you have, how many followers you have. We all collectively have way more followers, almost double than the Dispatch Argus has following us. Right. Wow. And, and, and so, I mean, are we doing anything different? Well, I think that, that that you do a very you personally do a very good job when you're on assignment at night and in hashtagging the the dispatch Argus or at dispatch Argusine. Um, the the dispatch Argus account is run off my iPad, mm-hmm. and so what I've taken to doing is in the evening going through what you guys have done and using repost. And right. and the That's interesting thing is that you used as a bit of a social experiment earlier in the week. Meg and I did a light test in the studio, and um, I posted it on Instagram, and then uh, I don't know, ten people liked it. Mm-hmm. Meg reposted it, and like fifty people liked it. Hmm. Thirty. 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 Okay, so ten to it was it was it was at least thirty to it, you know three to one. Well, that's interesting, too. I mean, that's just a picture of myself. I got 30 likes. I took a picture of my office space and said, I got a full-time job, something that's kind of commendable and Mm -hmm. a pretty big accomplishment. I don't know if I got more than two or three likes on that. And a lot of this might also have have to do with the time of day that you're posting things. If you're posting things while you're at work, most people might also be at work or in school, and so they might not... Yeah, they Be made that. Things. They you made do that things, exactly. Yeah, mm-hmm. they made that point in the thing that those girls were in the studio while he was interviewing them, and it wasn't a good time. But did you guys post a post to your picture of yourself while you're while we were doing it? It's she on did. Twitter. Yeah. I did. Okay, okay, what happened? Um, I. But also at yet. the same oh. time, at the same time though, if I take pictures during my work day and I think, oh, I'll just post this later, I don't post this later, and I have a whole album full of stuff that I meant to post and never did and then mm-hmm. by the time I remember that I didn't do it no one cares anymore mm-hmm. they probably I, didn't in the first place yeah. so so I think that Meg has kind of answered our question or my question that that we're I think we're pretty much individually our own brand working under a bigger umbrella right mm-hmm. now the dispatch yeah. Argus brand has <clears throat> has never I was I wrote a note to myself we need a story in the newspaper and on the, the South of 20 and all those places where our, our, our Instagram accounts are listed. Now, our sports department does a absolutely fabulous job with their tweets and yeah. tons of people, high school followers for information on sports teams or whatever. But I don't know that, that, that there are enough photo geeks in the, in the immediate quad cities that give a rat's behind on what my dog and my beer look like. So that's why the hashtags come in because I'm I'm trolling for lack of a better term 
to get likes by putting hashtag golden retriever, hashtag Labrador. For those people who might be interested in seeing a picture like that, for them to see it, they can like it or they not like it, you know? Like I, you know, that's how I found Barley the Brew Pup was that he liked some picture that I had posted and then I'm like, oh, Barley the Brew Pup, that sounds kind of cool. And all of a sudden I'm following him on Facebook and Instagram and and I, you know, Jesus, if he's on Twitter, I need to follow him on Twitter. I mean, seriously, folks, follow Barley the Brew Pup. It's, if you like dogs and beer, it will make you happy. And I, it's seriously, that's the one thing I look forward, you know, I look at Instagram like, oh, Barley the Brew Pup, what's he drinking? Oh man, I can't believe you got those dog to wear those sunglasses. You know, I mean, but you know, our, our high-end photojournalist, is David Hume Kennerly following Barley the Brew Pup? I'm pretty sure not. Probably not, no. Okay. So my, my level of sophistication is up and down with it. It's really yeah. uneven. You like it goes from, you know, not serious, you know, bullshit fun, mm-hmm. yeah. um, to to serious photojournalism or street photography. And so I've never been able to manage it as one thing. You know, Danny Wilcox Fraser is only putting out pictures of um, very serious things. John Lowenstein only puts out things that are very serious nature. Yeah. Do they, um, you know, do they have Instagram accounts where they put sunglasses on their dogs? Yeah, no. You know, and so maybe they do. You I mean, if I could figure, them. I'm, maybe. and I've actually considered, do I want to get my dog? I, I do a test. Same dogs, okay? Have given my dogs their own Instagram account, post the same pictures I would post on my <laughs> account, and post them under the dog's account. And see what happens. You'd have to get a Maybe following that's a great on your idea. dog's account. Well, that was, the, but yeah. that the well, thing is that I would get here. a, I would get yeah. a following with the dog account. My guess is faster yeah. than I would myself because they're a gazillion guys like me. Mm-hmm. I'm a photojournalist. I'm a photographer. I take interesting pictures. There is a, there's just circuit overload of photography in the world that 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 unless you have some kind of of following because you're famous. I'm not famous. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, I'm not even famous in this room, let alone in the world. <laughs> you aren't I'm famous in my head. You know, that's, that's true. She's very famous in her head. That's right. Um, Paul, wait a minute. Let's answer Paul the branding question. The the branding question for me goes a little like this: that I've never, I've never consciously thought about myself and a quote unquote as a brand, but. But clearly, I behave and I post pictures with that in mind, even though the word brand isn't what I'm thinking about when I'm doing that. Because lots of times I'll have a photo and I'll say, oh, that's not good enough to post, despite that I was having fun or this was cool or I think this is interesting. Yeah, but I don't think it's good enough to share mm-hmm. or I don't think I can dress it up enough with an it's with a filter to make it look cool. You know, I don't want this to dilute yeah. my brand. Yeah, I, I don't agree. want this to show up on my Instagram feed and have people say, oh, well, I guess he's only as good a photographer as that crappy picture. And I won't share it. Although I've never thought about it in terms of, well, my Paul Coletti's brand or Instagram presence. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I, yeah, I guess I do kind of cultivate and curate my own kind of Instagram brand you without know. having thought about it. But when it comes to newspaper photography, like sharing photos from from newspaper scenes or sporting events on my Instagram feed. I, I guess I've always thought of the newspaper's brand as news. Mm-hmm. And, you know, lots of times I'll share some of my best photos there, you know, so the kind of dispatch gets kind of the hook there. But I've never thought that a photo being shared under the dispatch Argus umbrella 
needed to rise to a certain artistic level simply because the, that's not the aim of the dispatch's account. You know, oh, my personal account, I'm sharing stuff and being creative and artistic. But if I'm sharing something that's newsworthy, it's it's important simply because it is newsworthy. It doesn't have to be artistic or fancy because it's of a greater public interest. So that stuff gets posted, you know, more easily, more readily than something I have like a, a strict personal you know, set of guidelines for. Okay, so here, let me interrupt real quick. Yeah. In real time, I'm looking at my thing. One of the people who has the biggest followings on Instagram that I know is Scott Strazante. He now works at the Mercury News, used to work yep, at the Tribune. San okay, so Scott Michael. has posted a picture. It's a perfectly nice black and white piece of street photography. I, I, I don't think it's transcendent in, in any way, shape, or form. I mean, I, I don't mean to insult Scott. It's a nice picture. He's got a couple of them here. He posted them, uh, one of them 30 minutes ago and the other one 20 minutes ago. And they've already got 75 likes. He posted two, uh, I think three or four nights ago, a picture of Steph Curry, the basketball player mm -hmm. for the, the Warriors. Yeah. Um, I think that also probably got his following much higher. And now people... Think well, I mean, his his following is already huge to begin with. Oh, I sure. Mean, and I'm I mean, sure he, that has Yeah, I mean, his... He's got 58,000 followers. Wow. Okay, 58,000 followers. He's, he's following 4,848, maybe 47 after he maybe hears this and thinks <laughs> I'm insulting him, and I'm not. I mean, wouldn't, wouldn't I love to have 58,000 followers? But I, but I don't, and I don't know, I don't know what I would do with 50 I don't know I don't know what that means I mean I don't know I don't know how I don't know how that comes to be I guess is the interesting right. question I mean he's a very good I mean you cannot argue with the guy's photography I mean the guy's won every award you can mm. you can you can come up with so he's a good photographer and he's you know he's one of the foremost considered one of the most foremost iPhone photographers so, I mean, he's giving speeches and doing stuff. I mean, he and Hirsch gave a talk together in Chicago. So it's not it's not like this guy doesn't know what the hell he's doing. But he's got 58,000. Now, he works in a big market. He's worked in two big markets. He worked in Chicago and he worked in, in, and he works in San Francisco. So his following, but his following transcends, I don't know. I don't know how one a photographer comes up with fifty eight thousand. I mean, he's not on the well, Tonight Show for Christ's and, sake. Yeah. And just for reference here, I just I'm following David Hume Kennerly. Twenty four hundred yeah. followers. Twenty four hundred. And two thousand four hundred four. Okay. Wow. David's so, David Hume Kennerly <laughs> is the is my hero of photojournalism. Right. So okay, so that that puts that in perspective. And he posted a picture of a squirrel. <laughs> and it got. <laughs> It's got 77 likes. I, see, this is why, but see, that's, maybe that's why David Hume Kennerly is my effing hero. Let me see that. Because Wait, he posted a picture well, of a freaking squirrel. I mean, it's a great I, picture, a of a picture of a squirrel. It's a squirrel. In his house? It. What, who? It's on a parquet floor, for crying out loud. <laughs> okay. I have we'll a figure. friend named Grant Legan. Um, hopefully he'll listen to this, but he... 
he went to Ambrose, and now he's got, I'm sure, thousands of likes. I'll have to go look. I mean, he's getting 5,000 likes on an image, and he does fashion photography all over the world. So I don't know if it's a certain and, and brand if you're posting pictures, If you're posting yeah. pictures of hot know. chicks, you're, I mean, yeah, you're, Instagram is like the king world. of the hot chick world. You're right. But, you know, it's, I think it's interesting, something you brought up earlier about whether or not a photo was good enough for your Instagram pics. Um, you know, there was a day when I was thinking about, like, do you remember when the the photo a day thing was real popular? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was like, oh, you know, that would be kind of fun to, like, creatively challenge myself. No. And, no. Did yeah. you do it? No. Oh, no. hell no. no. I'm no. doing it in 2016. I, because are you going to do it? Well, Snap. Not for maybe like the first four or five days, it'll all be coffee. I got about, I got about, I got about halfway through the year, and my nephew goes, "I can't believe you've made it this far." And this was, I think it was Facebook. I, was I doing think it, it would Facebook. make myself completely crazy. Yeah, I remember. I remember. Yeah, I wanted to kill myself. Yeah, I maybe yeah. like a picture a week. Like I think that maybe fifty-two way 52. to commit. Sounds like you're a quitter. <laughs> to this, Jesus. I just want to add with there is Instagram etiquette. You're not supposed to post more than one photo a day. Obviously. One photo a day. Really? Yeah, there's actually, I mean, you guys can look it up. Did anybody call Scott? There's actually, I mean, there's Instagram etiquette. There's a, I mean, there's websites you can look at that says, how do I get more followers or how do I get more likes? And there's literally instructions on only post between the hours of like five and 10 because people are going to be five and 10, five and 10, one One photo a day. And make sure that it's an attractive photo, but and one photo a day. Yeah. 5, well, 5 p.m. to 10 p.m.? It's like 6 p.m. to like 10 p.m. because huh. that's the amount of time people are going to be. It's prime time? Yeah, it's prime, prime time. time. Okay. I would like to recommend another photographer who's really good to, to follow is David Gutenfelder. He's an Iowa grad. He used to be uh, AP's Asia chief. Um, pardon me for hitting my microphone. Every time you say David Gutenfelder's name, I think cheese. <laughs> Okay. Mm, Gutenfelter. I love it. Spreads so nice on toast. Gutenfelter. That's that nice high country French. Yeah. I could not separate myself further from your comments right now for fear somehow they will come back in the photo world to backlash against me. But no, Gutenfelter, Iowa grad, great photographer, but his stuff from North Korea is, is awesome. I mean, he 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 gained a lot of, of. How did he get into North Korea? He was stationed there for for um, for uh, the AP. He did a, a ton of stuff in North Korea. His stuff from North Korea is amazing. amazing. He's now a fellow with National Geographic, I believe. Awesome. But uh, and if I got that He's wrong, he's got his so, own hashtag. Yeah, I think that says something. Yeah, I, I mean, no, no, David Hume Kennerly or, or David Gutenfelder, you know, and and John Lowenstein, you know, John's stuff is 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 all about social justice and if you're into social justice and interested, I mean, he's always at the height of wherever um, another, where, um, another Iowa grad, by the way. Meg is raising her hand. She has to go to an assignment. Do you have anything to add, Meg? Um, no, I'm really stuck on, <laughs> <laughs> I kind of want Starbucks. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. That's what I've gotten Everybody's jonesing now. All right. For real. Go do, go do work. Post something on Instagram between the hours of five and ten o'clock tonight, and make sure it's pretty. Right. So uh, Laura's just moving up to the microphone. You sit in front of the microphone. There, there you go. go. Perfect. You gonna say something now? I get to fit my whole self on a whole chair. Yay! Instead of trying to one cheek it. One yeah. <laughs> one cheek it. Cool. 
What, we just all of a sudden went sidetracky there for a second. So anyway, so the, so the the question, the, the, I think we 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 kind of answered the question is that yes, Instagram is is a good way to brand yourself as a photographer, but you mm-hmm. kind of have to. You're either fun with it, like me and David Hume Kennerly, squirrels and dogs, hello, <laughs> or you could go all you know badass street photography and 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 be Scott Strazante or you know. Danny Wilcox Frazier or mm-hmm. somebody else. I mean, I mean, it's all, I mean, man, you know, I mean, there are rules, but I don't think there are any rules of how you want to present yourself. I mean, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it's just weird. I just, I just, I, I find the cult following of photographers. I mean, I can understand why celebrities have a million followers because they're celebrities, but I never kind of view photographers as celebrities, but clearly Strazante is a, is a celebrity style photographer. I mean, we mm-hmm. probably should have him on to talk about his celebrity status or something so he can yeah. answer for himself since he's not here. But the, the idea that it's just, I don't know. It just freaks me out that, 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 that there are people that only 2,500 people are following a Pulitzer prize David winning David yeah. Gutterly yeah. and 58,000 people. But you know, Meg mentions it. I mean, he posts pictures of, 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 the most popular basketball team in the world, mm-hmm. which was at one time the Bulls, and he followed D Rose and the Bulls, and then he moved to San Francisco, and now he's covering you know um, mm-hmm. the Golden State Warriors, and you're just psht, man, you shoot, you post more pictures of celebrities and athletes and whatever, and and you know. I've seen him post stuff from you know baseball parks, and you know he does Major League Baseball too, yeah, and uh, so you know I mean it's it's kind of a kismet between. You his know, beat worlds and, and yeah. yeah his you know people i don't know if you took pictures of you know something i don't know did did he even hume, hume kennerly hashtag that squirrel you know i don't know I i'm gonna look, go back go here. back and look squirrel. i'd be curious to see what he did hashtag it as but I, don't there's you also no think hash, there's kind there's of no a hashtag. weird generation there's no hashtag there's see? no hashtag and had he hashtag oh, no. hashtag squirrel hashtag squirrel hashtag squirrel I'm liking that. Thank you. Um, very but don't much. you think there's kind of probably a generational gap too? Don't I mean? Do you think David Hume Kennerly sits and worries about what he puts on his Instagram? Account? Absolutely not. Yeah, the guy's made. He's a made he, man. He's a made man. I mean, he's the boss. Yeah. I mean, he's the man. I mean, I, 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 I think the only time I've ever gotten starstruck in talking to a photographer was the the day I met him when we were covering Al Gore. Mm-hmm. I mean, first of all, he's a super nice guy. Mm-hmm. I mean awesome to talk to he was very accommodating to me as a youngish photographer and and um god that was a long time ago Al Gore ran for president but um but he was very nice we talked about the future of digital photography and the fact he was shooting still shooting film because time wanted film and they didn't want to go to digital and yada 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 and we had a very nice conversation and it's like okay well now Al's here time to get up and take some pictures it was really nice I I, and I think that he's the, the kind of guy who's so self-confident in his abilities and his accomplishments. I mean, he was Ford's photographer for Christ's sake. He covered Vietnam. He won the Pulitzer Prize. What? He's got nothing to. He does not have self-esteem problems, but he's not a jerk either. Yeah. You know. And so, how many times have you run into guys um, on sidelines covering the state championships or something? You're like. <laughs> do you think you are? Yeah, I know. You're like, how about a hello? You know? Yeah. Let me get out of your way. Yeah, let me get out of your way, yeah. David Peterson. You know? 
I mean, he's got a Pulitzer Prize too. But I mean, he was a jerk to me in college. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to pull any punch. David David Peterson, who won the Pulitzer <laughs> Prize, is a who's a great photographer. I don't know where the hell he is now. He's not listening to this podcast. I know that damn sure. But he was a jerk to me in college mm. when I was a student photographer. I'm like, why are you being a jerk to me? And what I took that as. Every time I run into a young photographer who has a question for me, I'm going to stop and answer it. And if I can tell Mm -hmm. them something in a friendly way that might help them, I will do it. So his jerkishness ended up helping how many countless photographers Mm -hmm. down the line that that were benefited from whatever stupid thing I could tell them, Mm -hmm. you know, but I'm not in any way, shape or form the oracle of truth. But I mean, I've been around. Mm -hmm. I know some stuff. (laughs) <laughs> they might help, but um, but yeah, you don't have to be a dick to people in yeah. this business. You just don't. Yeah. And there are people who 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 are out there as professional photographers who you run into. Um, uh, you know, I ran into uh, Stan Grossfeld, who's a legend, in the pit covering Clinton. The guy could not have been nicer to me. Yeah, not weird. They named a dodging technique after this guy. I mean, I know that. you know, oh, uh, you know, legend. And he's like, "Hey, how are you? How long have you been at the paper? Where'd you go to school? So, how much? How much of this stuff have you had to do? You know, I mean, he was kind of interested in what mm-hmm. small town photography was like since he was, you know, a big deal. So, anyway, I've, I've off my don't be a dick. Rant. I just don't understand why people <laughs> need to be... Hashtag don't be a dick. That's exactly right. That, yeah. I should get t-shirts. Don't be a dick. I don't understand but, you know, why it people... It does go need... back to that yeah. high school popularity thing, you know, in some kind of weird way. Yeah. I mean, there are people, there are girls in high school or guys in high school. When you went, to, you, you and I went to high school in the same era. Yeah. It's not any different. The dynamic no. of how to express your dickishness has changed. <laughs> But it's yeah. not any yeah. different. I mean, people yeah. are mean to each other for no reason, yeah. just to build themselves because, up. Yeah, yeah, because they feel cooler than you know maybe where you they think you are. Yeah, and I, I've never had anybody. I've never had an experience of posting a picture on Facebook where or on Instagram where someone's gone. This sucks. Yeah, no, <laughs> you know? not to yeah. your face. No uh, kidding. I'm totally hey, teasing. No, I, I don't. I'm completely <laughs> teasing me, you. It wouldn't surprise me, but um, the. Uh, but the idea of when you post something on Facebook and then you get the inappropriate in, in, in interaction between someone who doesn't quite know how to use Facebook. I mean, Facebook is like, hey, I like what you're doing. And if you don't like what I'm doing, keep your fucking mouth shut. <laughs> the end. The end. Pardon me, beeped. I'll, I'll beep myself say. later. <laughs> but seriously, why do? Why are you getting an argument with me? Because I like country music i don't know or some political person if someone likes Mm -hmm. something you know something super liberal or super conservative whatever i just don't say anything Mm -hmm. but i don't understand why you need to impose your bullcrap on me because you don't agree with whatever i'm doing it's it's supposed to be fun and friendly why are you turning it in why what problem are you having at home that you need to impose Mm -hmm. your shit on me and i delete i delete stuff people put stuff i'm like doop doop you're gone yeah i'm not really interested and i don't think and i think facebook's a terrible place for those kind of conversations anyway because you never know you know who's being sarcastic and who's being cynical and yeah oh oh, and i think people go there are people that we're friends with 
I mean, that we're friends with that will provoke. Oh, yeah. For the sake of just being a dick. Of yeah. amusement. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You yep. know, Paul is just an asshole when he does that. He Don't Gosh. cross me. He's the worst. <laughs> <laughs> Him and his, the talking about stuff. Yeah. Stuff. I'm the all worst. The, all I the know. things. <laughs> all the places. <laughs> all the stuff. Like, yeah. when he goes off on baby formula, I, I mean, know. Yeah. Jesus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man, we went real heavy to real light real quick. <laughs> so anyway, that was our discussion of Instagram. And I don't understand. Do, am I supposed to delete or block my phantom followers? I didn't know how to do it. I, You know what I, I need is like hit an block. old man. <laughs> oh, is there is a that, is for that? that complicated, is it? Yeah. I, I need like a an old man, like go to the public library and have someone teach me how to do Instagram. <laughs> really? You You're still having phone. troubles with Instagram? Man, I don't get Instagram. You do? I, I don't get Man, anything. we should have got that at the top I'm, of the podcast. Yeah, no kidding. No kidding. And, uh, like this. So if you're on someone's page like this, well, we're, you hit the three little ellipses at the top. Three little ellipses? But that means I have to go to their user. page. I don't, yes. I don't end up like no, following them around. No. <laughs> you just don't click follow. I want to I read one of the examples of the, the fake people that I... Oh, this, you know, I like that picture by Strizante. That's a good picture. I like the picture of Meg and, and, and Laura that was posted. That was nice. They, they do. They, they're they're they good have, selfie takers. They have a strong selfie game, folks. Hashtag selfie game strong. So if you want to follow uh, Welvert, it's Welvert, W-E-L-V-A-E-R-T-9. The number nine? Because he's the ninth the ninth Welvert to get on Instagram. The ninth son of the ninth son. I'm I'm T Meisner, T Meisner, T M I Z E N E R. Uh Paul Coletti is ISO Paul. I S O P A U L Seventy nine. Seventy nine. Year I was born. Oh my god. Yeah. I for my freshman year of high school, nineteen seventy nine. I'm trying to think what original Star Wars movie was coming out in 79. I think it was the first one. That it was probably in line for. No, the first one yeah. was 77, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, okay. No, yeah, it was. Yeah. Get it together. Even I knew that. And I've never seen born. any of them. And so, uh, and then, um, well, you can't follow Miss Mayhem because that, that she's, you know, she's. She'll block you. She'll block I'll you. I'll block you. She'll block <laughs> your ass. And then, um, so anyway, let me find, oh, there's my likes here. I got, I'm sure I have a like from somebody I've never heard of. Uh, the Amazing Nurse. <laughs> I think you should follow that account. Take a little gander at the photos that you find there. I don't. Uh, Man, she works out. On the work Wi-Fi. She works out. She seriously works out. Okay. The and she likes, nurse. she likes, she, um. Yeah, she likes herself. Okay, so we block her. And then, um, uh, let's see. The V-Gold Go- V- 4. V-Gold 4 is, is um, someone who has uh, five pictures of their yellow cat and a rash. <laughs> That's a new band name for you, Paul. Yeah. Add it to the um, list. Yeah. Let's see. Let's see here. Oh, the five yellow good. cats and a rash. Hey, the Big Ten Conference liked my picture. <laughs> I like the Big Ten Conference. That's like a real count, right? Yeah. Uh, those are all real people, real people, real people. I'm at a run of real people here, folks. I'm trying okay. to find fake people. Okay, DD Pi One. She's private. Oh, he's private. No, mommy Buffalo Girl. Okay, no, that's a person. <laughs> <laughs> These uh, handles crack me up. Let's see. 
Um, Scarlet. Okay, here's one. Scarlet Gable thirty nine. This is a person who follows you. Savannah Chunky. Get my hot picks on my web page. No posts yet. She has 66 followers. What photo of hers did she like? What photos of yours did she like? She liked. To get her on. She just started following. Isn't it sad when that happens and you're like, oh, someone I don't know, like my photo. And then you find out it's like, yeah. Yeah. It's a spam account. Make money now. Spam account. That's the word I'm looking for in my my old man head. Work at home. (laughs) Man. Okay. um, I thought I was on to something. Uh, oh, Norwegian birds in nature. That's that sounds spammy. nice. No, that's actually oh. that. Nope, that's actually that's a thing. It's that's Norwegian actually, birds. It's actually Norwegian are, birds. We yeah. are two photographers who love taking pictures of birds and nature in Norway. Okay, all right. Sounds pleasant. Okay. So Lauren okay. got a bonsai tree. Posted a picture of it. That's awesome. Yeah. It's my kid. My kid's Instagram. She got a bonsai tree. I don't Pretty know. Cool. See, Pretty now I haven't had, that. I guess I haven't had, oh, surf holidays. He's from Russia. Okay. See, and that's the beauty of having a blocked account because I don't, you don't get comments so much from places and people like that. You get friend requests for them and then you can take a great satisfaction when you hit that red X. I actually, <laughs> Look it, at the fire in your eyes. And recently, wow. I, in, re- in recent events, in the, so however mad. many this page goes back, and this makes great radio. Me scrolling through my phone. <laughs> it's like that that Mike Francesca from from WFAN in in New York, the number one radio guy in the whole country, and and occasionally you'll hear him do. You don't know if they're doing something or if they've fallen asleep. Did he have a stroke? <laughs> you know, he's scrolling through his phone and he's half reading a story like that he wants to talk about on the radio. Well, while there's silence, like, I can just How did this guy become noise? number one on the radio and I'm doing a stupid podcast in downtown Moline with you, That kind of crap sells, I tell you. Yeah, yeah, in New York. In New York. It's only it New York. Really See, sells. no one listens to this podcast in New York. <laughs> true. So, what was that? Fire trucks. Fire trucks. Yeah. All right. Well, they're coming to get us. This thing, this has lasted five people. I know. Five people make for a really long podcast. Yeah. Well, I thought we, I thought we covered some good comments. Yeah. And um, it's interesting. You know, it'll be, it'll be kind of interesting to see if we get any feedback from this one. Mm-hmm. Just because I'm, I'm curious as to, because I think we're, you know, I think it's rare that when, like, everybody's on the same page about, like, you know, what is Instagram? I think there's a lot of people. I mean, other than maybe like a Strazante who's figured out kind of the magic. Yeah, formula. he's got a, he's got a magic formula, and yeah. I and he's the you can't argue with. I mean, is he making any money on it? I don't know that he's making any money other than the fact that if he's selling prints and he's trying to sell his book, Common Good. Yeah. Common Ground. Common, common Ground. Yeah. You know, and Barley the Brew Pup. Well, Barley the Brew Pup rocks, the man. The guy needs to put a calendar up. Well, you know what? And I asked him to do the podcast, and they kind of were leery of 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 doing it. And I, I hopefully I'm gonna tag him in this and say we talk nothing but nonstop about how cool you nothing are. Nothing but love. Yeah. My favorite, <laughs> my favorite is when he posts a video of the dog because the dog <laughs> cannot catch anything with its mouth. It's it, it is completely <laughs> incapable. Adorable. It's adorable. It's 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 you know. I'm not much for cat videos, but hey, I'll watch now. A, I'll watch a dog. Hey now. I'll watch a dog missing, like the the Frito going, pff, 
off the eye. Yeah. You know, I mean, you haven't seen the cats yeah. being terrified of cucumbers video. That's hysterical. I, I only watch cat videos where the cats are really getting it, where well, they fall into the aquarium or try to attack the yeah. ceiling fan or get I like, scared. I like by the cucumbers. ones where the cats knock the children down. That's funny. What yeah, is that's that hysterical. Yes. <laughs> that's no, I think I think it's one of the reasons why I respect cats so much is because you know where you stand. You know where you stand. With dogs, they like everyone. Cats, cats are particular. Yeah, and speaking of spawns, do you you said to me in a private I'm message? I'm afraid of what's going to happen know, right, right now. <laughs> in a private message. After listening, <laughs> that I'm going to broadcast. After listening to uh, this American Life's inner 15 minute interview with these girls, that you wanted to make sure you had boys. Completely. Like I know how life was for me growing up as a girl, and I know how life was for my brother growing up, and they weren't the same. They weren't the same. He got he got in fist fights. We got in mind fights. Girls, yeah. you know. I agree, Paul. You'll you'll figure this out. Yeah, yeah I know. I mean, I girls, would, girls, boys fight. Girls try to give each other eating disorders. Well, yeah. and there's a reason why there were girls on that podcast and not guys. I'm not saying that guys don't have hard times, you know, especially with their self esteem and and the image that they're trying to project. I'm not saying that. Girls just, I don't know. What guys? I know are, exactly what you're talking about. I don't know. My uh, one of my daughters. I won't single one out. Uh, was that well, there's school. only two it's of one them. Of two. Well, very one of two. It's 50 50. Come on. But uh, I can remember she was destroyed because she walked past some girls and they were Snapchatting about her. And somehow she got wind of it. And uh, she was, yeah, she's absolutely destroyed. And I'm like, you don't even know what they're saying. And it was, it was, it was bad. It was bad. And my wife, who's pretty calm and level headed, was like, red, like warpath ready. She wanted like like search security videos to find out who these kids were. So. Let's go get them. Let's go get them, right? Yeah, hell yeah. But it's you know it all. You know, still, if we let the air out of every kid at your entire <laughs> of every thing, tires. then we'll eventually get to them, One right? Of them, somebody, <laughs> you don't know. Hey man, revenge. Well, and uh, yeah. those those there's people there's kids like that in in all decades, but mm. now they've got cameras in their hands. Yeah, and. It's not the same as being snickered about. Like, yeah, they can have their own little crappy exactly. reality TV show on Snapchat or Periscope. Yeah. And so uh, speaking I mean, of Periscope, I stood behind a guy at the Avid Brothers concert who Periscoped at least a third of the show. Yeah, that's and legal. I, and I thought to myself, yeah. how much are you enjoying yeah. the Avid Brothers show? Oh, you're if you're so busy, you're, focused if you're so busy on... trying to hold your arm up, first of all, he's in way better shape than I am because I could not hold my arm up that long. <laughs> and But I was watching. I got distracted by it because I was watching the little hearts and bubbles pop up. And, and I don't, I've never done Periscope. They're like yeah. likes. Is that what it is? But you is? can do them over and over again. People were loving the fact that he was broadcasting a copyrighted um, concert <laughs> live on on Periscope. Yeah. You know, and I'm sure the Avid brothers, they don't strike me as being like, let's find this guy and rip him a new one copyright because they're it's just building their brand. I mean, I think that, you know, there's some bands that, oh, God, man, we've completely gone sidetracky. But um, anyway, so like us on Instagram, folks. And yeah. follow Dispatch Argus on Instagram and Todd, and I'll put all the I'll put everybody's uh, Instagram account except for Laura's because she's private. I do want to make a work one. I think I should. I think you should. should. You I should. mean, it's yeah. it's gonna put all of your guys's to shame, and that's <laughs> why I haven't yet. Yeah. Because you wanted us to build. Y'all can't our... keep up with my pictures of Starbucks. Okay, you can't. You, want... you can try, but you can't. <laughs> 
<laughs> That's all I got. Like I have I to keep using it because it's really the only thing I have. Although I take really good cat pictures, you know. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm yeah. not sure I've Is ever there... seen a cat picture. How's that? That's like be? literally all I post. Starbucks, you, my face, Marley, and cat. And Starbucks. Yeah. <laughs> well, hashtag Nephi, hashtag Nefertari, and you'll find my cat. If you I, follow I, me, I'm, I'm Todd Meisner. I'm Paul Coletti. I'm, I'm Laura Anderson Shaw. <laughs> I'm Todd Welbert. What? We're Do talking s- pictures. Dude, Wait, what? what? He's Snod Welbert. Snod. I'm Todd uh, Meisner. I'm Paul Coletti. I'm Todd Welbert. I'm Laura Anderson Shaw. Filling in for. And no, and an additional who wasn't here. In addition here, to Meg McLaughlin. Who had to leave early because she had to somebody's, work while we play. Yeah, so Somebody's, somebody's got to do it. You know, yeah, well, you know what? First in, or last in. <laughs> last in yeah. First to go to an assignment. All right, folks. Thanks for listening and uh, follow us. See you. Bye. The Talking Pictures Podcast is a production of The Dispatch, The Rock Island Argus, and QCOnline.com. To see some of the photos and videos discussed in our podcast, be sure to go to talkingpicturespodcast.blogspot.com. Talking Pictures is produced by Todd Meisner, Paul Coletti, and Todd Walvert. Thanks to Laura Anderson Shaw, Meg McLaughlin, Laura Frames, and Randy Fisk. The music was provided by Kevin McLeod at www.incomputech.com. Make sure you subscribe to Talking Pictures on iTunes or SoundCloud.